Okay, hi everyone again, and welcome. Um, today we're gonna be talking about inputs. So we were doing it um, without being on a channel, a chat, a in Clubhouse. Um, we were talking about logic models. Ty and I are both um, nonprofit and social enterprise. Well, Ty focuses more on nonprofits. I focus on social enterprises and small businesses. And we wanna talk about how you develop programs that are fundable and that create impact in the community. So we're going through one of the tools that we use to make sure that you are creating fundable programs and services for your community and for your business because we're all in business to make money. So today we're gonna to be talking about one of the first steps in the logic model, which is inputs and what that means and what type of data you should put in there. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy B. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TDA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. So my name is Tracy B. Allen. I'm the owner of TVA Consulting. Like I said, I have about over 23 years of experience in the social impact industry um, or um, genre. I am an impact strategist, a social enterprise consultant, and small business funding um, strategist. And I'm joined today by... Hey, y'all. I am Tybalt, owner of Tybalt Enterprises. I am a nonprofit strategist and... Um, a programs development strategy is my primary area of work and interest is nonprofits, nonprofit development, nonprofit fund development. And like Tracy, I have 20 plus years of experience out here working with nonprofits to move from, you know, starting from struggle to sustainability and success. And a lot of that comes because they have programs and logic models in place. So we're talking about program logic models and inputs today. Tracy, you want me to get started or you want to start? You can get started, but I just want to preface it by saying, no, no, no. Um, you can get started, but I just want to preface it by saying, even if you're not a nonprofit organization, um, this is still for you because you can use these same strategies in your for-profit business, whether you're e-commerce, your service-based or product-based business, all of these strategies are applicable to the for-profit um, realm as well. Right. Right. Program 
you in the inputs part of this model. So that's the first piece of it. What kind of things do we need? We're going to need money. Everybody knows that. And, and everybody, sometimes people stop right there, though. They go, we, just, we need money, but what else do you need? Do we need staff? What kind of staff do we need in order to make this work? What kind of supplies and materials do we need? And the thing is that you have to do this first because so often, Tracy, I see people um, starting programs and they just jump in. You know, right. they, jump, they go, I'm looking for money. But what do you need money for? If you need staff, what is that staff person going to do? That's the next part of our, our logic model. Um, you know, what what the activities and the process look like. But mm-hmm. what are these things that you need and how are you going to utilize these things once you have them so you can form a program that makes sense or that you can create a gumbo that tastes good? Right. And everything that Ty's saying is absolutely correct. Um, but I want to focus on one of the first things that you're going to need and which a lot of people, whether you're a for-profit or nonprofit, tend to shy away from, and that's data, right? So we're very big on data. To me, you can't really do anything in your business or your nonprofit organization or social enterprise without accurate data. So what does some of that data look like? What's going on in your industry? So if you're selling a certain product, you need to know what's the demand for that product. If you're providing a a specific service, you need to know what the demand is for that service and how are people utilizing it? Not only what's the demand, but how best are people going to utilize the product or service that you are delivering? Because that will shape how you market it to your consumer, right? So data is one of the first points that you need. That's why I always um, stress for people to do competitive analysis. When you're doing your competitive analysis and your market research, you can accumulate a lot of the data that you're looking for that will drive informed decision-making processes within your business or social enterprise. Um, You are going to need to figure out what kind of activities are going on in your community surrounding that product, service, or program that you're trying to deliver. Because we're not about duplicating services Um, especially in the nonprofit area and even in the social enterprise area. We don't want to duplicate services. We want to enhance services that are already there. So sometimes you don't need to recreate the wheel. You just need to find the wheel. And if it needs to be patched, patch that wheel, right? And then you want to figure out who your stakeholders are in this whole process. Who are those people that are going to hold you down and help you to get from point A to point B? Right. So all these are inputs that you're going to need to have. And like Ty talked about the financials, we usually know that we have to have some financial input. And that's where we like to stop. Oh, this is the money I need or this is the money I'm going to make. But it's a way bigger picture than, oh, I just need financial. The financials go into all of the other inputs that we're talking about because Ty brought up staff. Who are your experts? Right. What do you have the expertise or do you need to hire someone that has the expertise in the area that you are lacking? For instance, if you are going to be putting a product to um, a product out or a program out, can you teach that program? Do you have the expertise to market it? Right. (laughs) Um, How are you going to get um, new clientele? You know, do you have the expertise to go out and do um, outreach? Like, so you need to know all of that. So all of that drives how you're going to put your financials together. And then what materials do you need? Because a lot of times we put things together. We don't stop to think about all of the materials that we're going to need to make it happen. So input is a big 
overarching um, part of creating a logic model that will drive how the rest of the program, the services, or the products that you are going to put to, to market to impact your community is going to be formulated. Yeah, I like that you said you don't have to recreate the will, you have to find the will sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I like that. And, I, and I, I think that a lot of us get scared when you say things like data, you know, mm -hmm. because it's something, and when you say things like budget, we don't get really scared when you say funding because we, we see that as a fun verse at the end, right? And we're like, okay, somebody's going to give us some money for this. But when you say things like data and you say things like budgets, it's like, oh my gosh, they're wanting me to think about numbers and do research. And this is scary for a lot of people who've never ventured into research before. Um, but like you said, Tracy, even when you're thinking about what do I need, what kind of ingredients do I need to go into this product and search that I'm building, you want to do some research to know whether, even whether or not this is relevant. At exactly. All. Thank you for saying that, Ty. Was this, did I decide to start this business because of a conversation I had with my uncle or was it because there's something that is needed in this community and and I know for a fact that if there's a need, people are going to be able to, to utilize my services for this and what do I bring to the table? What kind of, how am I coming in? We talk about capacity a lot of times, right? Mm -hmm. How am I coming into this venture? Am I able to carry out the services that I want to carry out? based on what's been going on around me. What does research show me about this? Is this something that's necessary? Is it something that equates? Should it be a program? Should it be a service? Should it be a business? And there's levels to it, right? And that research that you do beforehand helps you to understand where you should go and what direction you should be going in with this. Right, and that is why, again, mark, doing market research upfront before you start spending money um, on anything else, because sometimes you do have to spend money on market research. Doing your market research and doing your competitive analysis are so important because like Ty said, sometimes it's almost like a business evaluation or valuation tool. Sometimes it tells you whether or not you should even start the business because there needs to be relevancy. There needs to be people who actually are going to utilize your products and services at the price point that you're going to have to offer them in order for you to make a living. So sometimes when you do all of that, you realize, oh, well, this is not really a good business model. Um, but it doesn't mean you have to throw the whole business model away. You can actually apply it somewhere else, right? Um, and it helps you, it just helps you to get an overall picture as to how your business is going to be ran and whether or not it is going to be profitable and what your market share is. So that is what I... Um, I really want to focus, want you guys to focus on is taking the time to do the, the front end work so that you don't get into it. And then you're like, wait a minute, this isn't working because most of the people who say this is not working is because the front end work was not done. Right. You know? Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that, Ty? That's all I have. I That's mean, all you short time that we have here on Putnam, um, what you can, can identify are the areas of need that you have to go into your programs for input is concerned mm -hmm. staff. Um, how do you how do you find the staff, you know? Yes. Um, what kind of supplies if you need supplies, what does what do materials look like? What kind of time is this gonna take? All of those go into the inputs mm -hmm. um, so that you can have a plan. This is what this you know logic model is basically a plan that you put in place 
where you start out with these ingredients so that mm-hmm. you can make sure that your plan is good or like in the gumbo um, scenario, you know, these ingredients that you put in there to make sure that at the end it tastes good. So there's some stuff you got to cook it in the middle and we're going to talk about the processes and the activities, I guess, um, on another day. Yeah. What are those ingredients? You know, yeah. how do you prepare to go shopping? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Having researches, did you look at a recipe book? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And I can just briefly go back over a few of the inputs again to wrap up. We talked about data. We talked about activities, stakeholders, um, financials, expertise, which includes staff members and community partners and materials that you're going to need. And there are some others, but those are like, the you know, the crocs of the input portion of a starting your logic model. And Ty, I think we have someone who wants to ask a question. Okay, Change Agents, thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.